Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. So I wasn't really ready for an international break mentally, but I also think that I needed the time away from FPL and pods and shit, but how are you doing? I needed to look at a 1 million red arrow for an extra week, so I'm happy to be here. The, the, the 9 million IQ plays just don't look. I just didn't open the FPL site <laughs> for a week. <laughs> Close. Usually I have a resting tab of just FPL, and uh, yeah, I've not had that for this week, rest, that's for resting sure. Resting bitch face of FPL yeah, tab. Resting nightmare crisis <laughs> land. <laughs> so let's briefly talk about our teams, I guess. So you want to pick up on the nightmare? How's, how's the nightmare? Yeah, I mean... Threw up 37 this week, last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Defense, not great, you know? Yeah. Just not great. Yeah. Luke Shaw. Yeah. Not my, be- not my best pick. Not my best pick. To- zero total points through. Zero on the season. Yeah. Zero on the season. Zero th- through four. Like, oh, smart, you know, five million route into Manchester United defense. Such a good pick. No one's getting him. Like, great. Genius, genius, genius. Great pick, great pick, great pick. Zero points through four by left back. He's not at my team anymore at the time of this recording, obviously. <laughs> it's just so exciting I mean, that I got, you could have started with like the 3.9 branth weight and gotten the same points. Just saved 1.1 yeah. and just put it in a tap. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fucking upsetting. <laughs> I got negative points from my goalkeeper and three defenders combined. Ryan zero, Dyer two, Trent negative one, Sean negative two. I mean, that, that tells you all you need to know yeah. right there. Yeah. Captain blank, back to back captain blanks. It's, it's all downhill. I mean, I, this is this it, literally exact same thing that happened last year to me. Game week one, fantastic. Great. Mm-hmm. Good job by me. And then, Plummeting. I mean, I have three red arrows on the bounce, one and a half million down from my game week one OR, and it's yeah, well, it's all hands I on deck what right it now. Is I mean, maybe you just take too many risks at the fringes or something because it really is identical. It's like because I remember even saying this in previous seasons that people are wildcarding into your teams, and obviously not your entire team, but people are wildcarding into Bruno, Mo, Kev, DCL for sure. Like those four, yeah. like the majority of your money in your captaincy picks. But it's like on the edges, you're just, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah, well, it, thanks. It's just, no, I'm just, <laughs> it's something to like think about postmortem is like what, what went wrong with the fringes of your team and how can you do that better for game week one next season or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well... I'll work on that. Sorry, How are you dude. Doing? I, I, Whoa, bro. I haven't looked at FPL in a week. I'm just thinking big brain shit here. So my, speaking of big brain shit, my three defenders plus goalkeeper totaled zero points combined. So much better than your negative Give me one. A, yeah, I wish I had. I wish I yeah, had no, that. I'm being serious. Huge brain on that. Um, no, but really, Captain Raz came through. So that was cool. James with 18, sick. You know, DCL doing DCL stuff. That's all my points. I had 50. On Saturday, after Saturday, 
Yeah, flying. I was up 2.1 million places. I was flying beyond fl- flying capabilities. Even through the first four matches on Sunday, like, we dodged the bullet with Jim, no Obs, no Ings, no Vardy. Like, we were like, oh, my God, it's all coming together, the dream week. And then Kane and Son combined for a trillion points, and all our Liverpool players got negative points. So that's the thing. Well, I had Mo, so true. But yeah, how did you let me not have Mo? The best. Okay, okay. Oh, um, let me update the league. Shout out to FMO Bill Prizely. Such mug league three leaders for October so far. Number one, Turan Hall. Tur Hall. A.K.A. Dyer, oh, actual, actual in first. Chesterfield Ultra, let's yeah. go Dyer, Bart Dyer, team name. <laughs> number two is Chris Malin, A.K.A. El Malacticos. And number three is Randy Borland, A.K.A. Blues for Dali. And shout out to the leader of the FMLVL Public League, Sue Mendu Khan, A.K.A. TGFF. Thank God, fuck, it's Friday or something like that. I'm not really sure. All right, so international break pod, always a weird pod. Um, There's still internationals going on right now, so I think Patreon pod, the Friday My Life pod will be like full of news and shit and rumors and horrible managers lying about everything. But for now, probably just talk about questions and stuff. I, I guess before questions, we got none about deadline day, guys. Do you have anything you want to say about like Partey, Cavani, Tellez, any interest there? Um, Those seem like the I think main they're ones. pretty. Yeah, I mean, they seem pretty straightforward. Just about what's going to happen, right? Like Tellez slots in at left back, no pens, like attacking, whatever. Okay, but they suck, so it doesn't matter. Cavani, maybe you play some, maybe not. I mean, Tony's red carded, so we'll play next game, but we don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, in short, no. I don't. I don't think anything's too exciting. I mean, party maybe makes Arsenal's defense a little, a little bit better. We'll, we'll see. But yeah. we already like their defense, so right, you know, right, whatever. Right. It's so fucking ridiculous that Marshall got the straight red, but Cavani's still really good. <laughs> like he might be. Yeah, I mean, he scored a lot for PS. I mean, every year, but yeah, I mean, he was playing in league Oz. So. Yeah, I mean, like two seasons ago, he was still really good, and then last season he was a really good backup, and now he's going to start three games in a row. Tony's also been really, really bad. I don't know. Yeah, eight million. Yeah, Grace tweeted yeah. about Tellez. He said, "How much does Alex Tellez go for if he doesn't score eight penalties and get six assists straight from corners last season?" It's just like stats mm. are very okay. padded, but I don't, it, he's good. The though. thing to watch for me is he's if he's on some corners and free kicks and stuff. Because if he is, he'll he'll yeah. get a lot of assists. That's where he gets all of his chances created. So we need to see them play better yes. before we're looking at a five-five defender, anyway. Yes. So, yes. but yeah, maybe one for game week twenty, you know, something like that. We'll, we'll <laughs> when see. they have Pochettino and a new center back, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they have a real manager, et cetera, et cetera. Right, et cetera. Right, right. Okay, so I grouped up some questions. We got three on. Ma- oh well, oh, but oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh, Sorry, oh, oh. Brewster. Oh yeah, that was a big one, really big yeah. FPL one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you what are you thinking with Brewster? I mean, you've you started with him, so you've been <laughs> waiting for this day your entire life. Yeah. And how do you feel about it? I mean, I I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about Brewster. I think that there's a reason why there aren't four or five starting strikers in FPL. 
right? Yes. I mean, we've been playing it for six years or whatever. And the closest we've had to a four or five starting striker was like a Nietzsche B a few years yeah. ago when he yeah, was, yeah. I mean, he was a five million that I think dropped down. So he's like four yeah, eight or something. I, and if I remember correctly, he didn't even start the whole season. It was like a second no, it, half it was of the for season like two, or something. He was like in and out. Right, it was, right, he right. started like two games. Yeah, yeah, like he had a goal and then, but and I mean, people would bring him in. <laughs> yeah. And he was on Sunderland. And then Kane from his first year yeah. where he was also in the, between four five five and then all, he skyrocketed. A year right? out of, from Norwich where, you know, like yeah. he was like a youngster. Yeah. But I think from like, forget about evaluating Brewster as a talent, forget about, you know, looking at, Oh, Sheffield United, they're so bad. They have one goal on the seat. Okay. From a th- like strategy standpoint of how the game works, if you're a four or five striker on a team, automatic start. It's just an automatic starter for me. Like he's going to be starting in the in for the team, and I don't understand the argument about not really not starting him because he's an enabler. You get an extra primo instead of a mid-price player on your team, and you're looking at him as like, oh, like I could get one and a half million more for like Watkins or Antonio. Is like, yeah, but one and a half million is a lot, and. At four or five, you don't have to do anything to justify that price. Like you yeah. get one in three, yeah. oh, which one is like three the worst, which is the worst. That and that's but for a striker yeah. of someone like him who was one in two last year in the championship, like hey, he's young, but he's like whatever. But I mean, if he's one in three, then he's surplus value. And I was looking like last year, like Callum Wilson played almost three thousand minutes. He was the worst striker in the league basically last year that played three thousand minutes. And he only he had like fourteen returns or something, and he got more points than like the best four or five defenders. Yeah. So I don't like everyone's like, oh yeah, you just rotate four or five defenders, it's fine, like that's fine for a spot. But when you look at a four or five striker, it's like no, like bench, like not good enough. It's like that's the same thing. Like that's the spot on your team. And like, are you telling me that you feel more comfortable like rotating like you know a palace and a you, whoever four or five defenders and a starting striker, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I think about he, Neil. Like I, I'm just trying to think of guys off the top of my head, like who, yeah, whose numbers he might replicate. Like Neil played 2,700 minutes, ten goals, three assists last year in his debut from the championship. That seems very realistic. You know, ten goals, three assists. That's 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 a low rate of return, and that's 130 points. Yeah, that's better than every four or five defense. That's better than every. I mean, that's just good. That's really that's good. good. And it's the same. The thing too is, I'm seeing like people like, oh, I'll just wait or whatever. And yeah, depending on your team structure and what your problems are, like waiting is fine. But like, if you're on wild card or if you're looking at like where to go, if he's bad, then he won't be starting for long, and then you get rid of him. But if he's not, and he's managed, if he's decent then he's going to have this job for the whole fucking year. And he's going to be like a top three pick in the game. So, yes, he could obviously fail. Like He could obviously play himself out of his job after four or five league games and he's not ready and he goes back to like fucking sharp or whatever. And then if that's the case and you get – but this is the the risk worth taking to me. And I, I think that I was disappointed in our Discord, very disappointed, that people were like so down on him because I thought it would be 
more there would be more fervor and more like yeah this is a four or five striker that's not the thing in the world like, yeah that yeah, doesn't yeah. exist and i think people this, just like, aren't this used is... to it i think people just aren't comfortable with that the idea of it you know because it's a thing that the game forbids basically you know like we've talked about in the past like comparing a four or five defender to four or five other positions is not really correct because four or five defenders are nailed on starters, four or five mids are nailed on two pointers and four or five forwards don't play. You know, the, the rate there's like an exchange rate between the positions, right? But four or five yeah. forward who is potential starter, who's their record signing, who if he plays as much as record signing of last year, McBurney, then he'll play like over 2000 minutes that fucks the whole thing up. That fucks everything that we've like thought about structure and all that stuff out the window because you get this like gold mine four five forward. Yeah. It's like the value of a four five forward is not a four five defender. It's more similar to like a six five defender. You know, it works the uh, reverse way too. So it's like Exactly. No, I'm with you there. I mean I And it and it's again I like I don't have confidence that like, oh I love Brewster. That's like, not what we're talking know. about. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that's completely throw that out. Like this is just looking at the game from right. like the commodity numbers right. standpoint yeah, yeah, yeah. of four or five player, he's a striker, he starts. The team's not bad. I mean, it's they were, you know, top half last year and very top I mean, they could do bet whatever, but like this a is step just four or five for striker. Like twelfth or thirteenth or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah. It's it's just Brewster's just ridiculous, ridiculous value yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. Good player. And it's and this is the same thing as they have a few tough fixtures after Fulham. And if he's not playing well and then he gets benched, then you just then okay, he's not he's clearly not ready. And then you, you do something about it. But that's not a big opportunity cost to be able to get like Sun or Kane or, you know, some extra premium in, you know, in the in the interim versus also if he, if he just plays fine and then he has a job for the whole year he's again he's like the best pick in the game yeah and he'll One go, of the best up, picks he'll in go the game. up so much too right, yeah he'll go up a lot yeah. all right that's good i mean Brewster. maybe we should just go first topic then cheap strikers because we got a couple questions there so yo bill said how would you rank the 6065 price forwards watkins wood bamford antonio wilson mop and metro is it an overreaction to think a front three with these two with two of these guys in dcl's the way forward and then Tim said, thoughts on cheap strikers. Does it make sense to use Brewster as an 11th or even 12th man? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's asking about the same guys. So, yeah, obviously, we're into the Brewster idea. But what yeah. about the other guys? Yeah. I mean, I went for Wood what you... on Wildcard. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. I mean, he price dropped, which to me is hilarious because... No, whatever. Yeah, if someone the like him's price dropping, then like you yeah. don't understand the concept of the player you're getting, in my opinion. Well, he was also 1% owned, so it's just... So, like, 10 know, people got rid whatever. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's fair. stupid. I mean, he has West Brom this week, so I'm happy he price dropped. But, I mean, all of them, in my opinion, the ideal version of these guys is like you're just... They're just really good and you're not worried about fixture. And I think... You kind of preempted with their performance last weekend, West Ham, where they completely yeah. boss Lester after destroying Wolves. And Antonio's good, and they're actually good. Like, are are they good? They're actually kind of good. And like, and I'm I'm seeing they might get Ben Rahama. That's like pretty close. I'm seeing. I was seeing today. That's weird as fuck. 
Yeah, I mean, well, they need. Is that, they is need that more not really weird? They players. need another like Philippe Anderson. It's very West Ham. It's very. Yeah, West that's Ham. true. That's it's true. not it's weird. It's Ham. weird from a good team management standpoint, but not from a yeah, West yeah, Ham yeah. standpoint. Okay, okay. So Antonio very much interests me. Watkins obviously Villa. Yeah, let's. That I want to talk about Villa a little bit yeah. more. What do you? Yeah. So obviously we were watching that closely, and the seven is an anomaly, but. <laughs> What do you think about them? Look, I mean, they're they're fucking nine points from three, and you know they they got they just did the job each game. Do you think that? What do you see from Old Villa? Well, I think on last pod we were talking about how they're actually kind of good, and like the pieces are coming together. The players we, are good. Yeah, the players are good, and stuff's kind of coming together, and they're looking good before the Liverpool match. On the stream, also, I was going nuts about Jack because people were asking about Grealish, and I was like. I'm so high on him playing left wing. I think he's really good for FPL. I think he's just going to be a really good pick. And then, then they did that. It just seems like the post-restart team is more real than we thought it was. I mean, one of the weird things about going into the season was, like, we don't know when no preseason and all that shit. We don't know if post-restart was indicative of... <laughs> future performance or if it was like a random sample or but they I had think their the, backs against the wall. But the post restart was complete different team. Like they were all hands on deck parked. Now they're just a transformed team of dominating and counterattacking and scoring goals. Right? right. Like they're both great iterations of teams, but they're like, they're not a defensive team this year. But, like they're not showing us that. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. I was just looking at the table. So they were ninth in expected goal difference in the restart last season. Yeah. Okay. So even though they, they were different, but they were still just like good. And yeah. it was no, like, no, this still is good. Just, but I'm just saying, yeah, like they looked like last year. I'm like, yeah, let's get defenders. Now I'm like, let's get to the attackers. Kind of right, thing. right, right. Yeah, I see what you mean. I think part of it is just personnel too. I mean, I think yeah. they like figured out their best defenders right they figured out yeah, their back cash. four they upgraded goalkeeper massively they figured out yeah. louise single pivot good <laughs> yeah, they figured they out to, they don't play nyland anymore yeah I mean, it's fucking, great <laughs> nyland doesn't even make the mat the bench anymore and then i think the contract personnel- terminated Rip. Oh, really? That's what it says on FPL. Ooh, Ooh, Maybe Liverpool some... can pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian back up. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think for me it's just personnel more than anything. So they figured out sort of the back five. They figured out Louise. McGinn was pressing and doing stuff in midfield. Now they have, like, Wass and Hurahan in as the other midfielder, and they were able to move Dude. Jack up. They Barclay also had, the, they had no good. strikers. They had no strikers. Well, like, I mentioned it. this preseason. They had Keenan fucking Davis and Samata and Wesley all season. Yeah. They're well, all they have one terrible. Now. And they got, in preseason, I said, I was like, he's pretty much the best striker in the championship last season on a really good progressive team. So, yeah, I, moving I Jack feel... up to the front line and putting in Ollie and getting Barkley. And Bert, like it, Bertrand and it, hasn't come in yet either. Yeah, and it just makes sense, right? Like, they upgraded yeah. all of these spots massively. Yeah. And yeah. they're playing the same shape that worked yep. in post-restart. Yeah. Watkins was very impressive against Liverpool. I, I you know, great. that was the kind of thing I remember watching him play the Liverpool game and actually getting, fin- like, finishing and, and doing the things. And I remember, like, I had on replay the pod before where we were talking about, and I think I was like, I just, like, don't know if he's going to finish because he looked 
like movement was good, but he just kind of was struggling yeah. to do that. And do he was the getting thing. one or two shots yeah. and missing them. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, wow, like, okay, this is maybe a real yeah. player. Yeah. And the movement is good. Very good from him. That's the thing that, like, it's not like I watch a lot of Brentford, but that's the part of his game that I was, like, confident in. It's like, yeah, he scored 25 goals in the championship. Obviously, it's good. But the part that almost excited me more was, like, Brentford are, like, this forward-thinking, very progressive, like, by far, by the number, second-best team in the league last season, even though they didn't get promoted. And he, you know, assists a lot of shots, even though he didn't have a lot of assists. And it's very much part of, like, a fluid front three. You know, he's not Mitro. We weren't, like, getting some guy who's just no, going to sit in the box and go for headers. There. Yeah. It's like, no, this guy plays, passes, moves, yeah. like, all that stuff. And so, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, he's 5'9 right now. Yeah, he's he's good. I, I definitely yeah. would, I, I think he's, he's my favorite close with Antonio maybe ahead because I do feel like Villa are going to just create more chances than West Ham in general. Well, West Ham also still have the horrible fixtures. Yeah, have really Even though Antonio is doing fine. Yeah. You don't like Spurs, City, Liverpool. Like, you'd rather not have that between them. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Ollie's best. Like, if I had my wild card over again and was choosing someone in this bracket, I think I would definitely go Ollie over Wood for sure. I mean that it's a it was a transformative performance, like the villa yeah. just ripping to shreds and you know, they had the deflections, yeah. they had some of the things that were off, but in general, they were really good. And I mean Lester, God help them, they're gonna get dis- disassembled against Lester Villa. So they're so fucking bad and horrible, so they'll lose that game for they're, sure. They're just missing all their best players. And then including I mean, <laughs> and then they have Leeds and Southampton home home. So it's a good time to invest, and yeah, I mean, go come back to Jack. I mean, I know you were talking about him a lot last pod, and I was like, whatever. But I mean, he may, makes me crow. Twenty four points, two goals, three assists last game. Looks ridiculous. Yeah, imagine backing yourself and getting the guys you think are amazing. Yeah, I mean, well, Nick Nick said thoughts on Aston Villa, Watkins and Grealish, and G Vavin is it Barkley, Grealish, or Ollie double up? Maybe are they a trap? So everyone's kind of looking at them so, now. I definitely don't feel like it's trap. Like, we're not in trap territory here. I mean, Dino definitely could Dino do Dino things. But when we watch them do these things with, like, Barkley coming in, Grealish, like, Watkins and Bertrand Troy is going to come in. And, I mean, they still have fucking, what's the CDM's name? The guy with the dreads, you know, the good guy. Douglas Luiz? Yeah, Douglas Luiz. Like, they, yeah. they still have all of the same pieces and they have really good players. Like, they're just good. And it's the kind of thing that I have more I'd be more willing to invest in them FPL wise based on their price and just their trajectory right now. And maybe it goes wrong, but you know, if they just keep doing the thing, then you're flying. And that's the kind of thing of like investing in Leicester and their title winning season early, right? Like yeah. this is that kind of form and the team's giving me those kind of performance feels right now that I don't think that you have too much to lose if you go there, you know? The thing for me is, like, I, I agree. I don't think they're a trap. The The part of it that I think is a trap is, like, I'm not sure if, like, a triple up is, you know, they're going to score that many goals that a triple up or something like that is, is worth it. But going in I could in see on, it, though. That's the thing. Like, I could see them two and three I goals a game kind it. of a team. Like, they have I a mean, lot of, like, fluid 
really good individual yeah. players in these spots, you know? Like, and there aren't a lot of teams that have, you know, six, seven million attackers that are like that, you know? Other yeah. than like maybe Everton. It's possible. Obviously, it's possible. It's possible. They've doing, done it so far, but like, they weren't great against Sheffield United. They weren't great against Fulham either. They, it's well, Fulham, and like, they Adore were. had the worst game of his life. And, yeah. But even like underlying, right? They put up 1.66 Sheevers, Fulham, 12 shots. It's like, okay, it's pretty good. It's but enough to be Fulham yeah. every time. But They did so, exactly what they were supposed to do in that game, though. Absolutely. But they, my point is, they didn't blow the doors down. Like, we're yeah. not talking well, not about like Pep or something. Yeah, but, they didn't score five versus Fulham, and we're like, yeah. oh my fucking god yeah, 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 that yeah, only yeah. happened against liverpool so i definitely love the jack pick we just talked about ollie i don't know if i'm interested in much in a triple both. up but like both is pretty good and i yeah. think jack i mean the thing with jack that i mentioned last week and and on the stream is like he was so close to being a really good fpl asset last season and he played midfield and had to do a lot of work tracking back and stuff and then he played left back yeah, and then, like, for the last, I don't know, second half of the season almost, or last few months of the season, he didn't really score goals or really get assists and was was playing a lot deeper, and his points just evaporated. And now he's just firmly nailed in that left wing spot, it seems like, and and the, the points are flying. So, you know, he's nailed 90 every week. He's the center of everything. He's putting up huge numbers. He's just, like, a great player, so... Yeah, I feel yeah. I feel particularly confident with Jack. Yeah, yeah. All right, Phil. I'm just pissed I didn't have him. Yeah, me too. I wish you did. <laughs> yeah, points are great. Um, we got three Man City questions. So M Bear no. said, "How much weight should we put on the two terrible City performances?" Matt, do you guys think this is a Man City blip or a sign of some longer term issues we need to be wary of? They lost Sane, Dilva, have an aging, injured Coon. Fernandinho feels bad. All right, all right, all right. And Nick said, "Hi, Lon." Hi, Nick. <laughs> did the Fireside chat about Man City clarify anything for you, FPL-wise? So, yeah, we did a, hey, the I did City a Fireside expert. chat. You know, you yeah, tell, big teach us. <laughs> Classes in session. It's worrisome. I'm not going to say it's not worrisome. They look nothing like the City from the last two years. Um, they're not really creating big chances. They're not creating those huge, like, cutback avenues. Like, we, their defense especially the middle of the pitch is fragile. We knew that from last season, but it's definitely worrying. But as opposed to a team like Manchester United, who are just struggling with the exact same lineup with Sydney, at least you can point to something and be like, well, they have no nine. Let's see what they look like with Kuhn slash Jesus, which should be really soon. So I think that I'm kind of hanging on to that and I'm hanging on to Pep's record of just being the best thing ever for like a million years. So, yeah, I'm worried and a, a bit concerned, but I, my, my assumption is still that they'll come around. What about you? Not worried at all. Yeah. Zero percent worried. Much less worried than you after hearing that. Um, well, it's just like... They don't play with the fucking... They don't have a striker. Like, what are you no, supposed to do? No, I know. I know. That's like, what I'm yeah, saying. Like, there's, there's a reason for it, you know? Yeah. But they've just never really, like, looked like this. Yeah, they've well, never I mean, they gone, fucking like, fucked Wolves, so they look fine there when Jesus got 90 in. Yeah. So that's what we're going to see when they have a striker, which should yeah. be next week. So we're good. Should be good. Should be good. Um, I, I think, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, everyone obviously buys last week's points. You know, don't forget to keep an eye on buying tomorrow's points. And, yeah, obviously City had two duds back-to-back, but... 
you know, you, you want to bet against Pep and this this team. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Um, and we got some Spurs questions, your favorite. Mm. Ozzy, are Spurs the real deal, or are they just lucky to benefit some, from some freak games? Um, please, no Walsh abuse for this question. Simple mug, <laughs> Spurs or Tackers, what's the deal? On the one hand, Kane's creativity and Suns positioning look damn good. On the other hand, they've faced three incredibly shoddy defenses over the last few game weeks. I think they've also gone up a man in two of the four. Um, which is a thing. And then Zara said, if Kane's out, does Sun still have value? If I'm not wrong, Kane assisted most of his goals. This is like... Spurs this is, are, are yeah, either going to bury week. us or we're going to be on the other side being like, okay, they they are who we thought they were. Yeah, I mean, I this is the week one. of the Spurs. Like, are you jumping in with two feet? Are you one foot in getting Sun or Kane? Or are you, are you out and you're getting neither? What do you see here? I mean, what's your what's your what's your take on the on the first four with them? All right, so let's just go through the matches really quick. They played against one good team in Everton and basically got bossed. They created a couple of chances, but Everton were just better. Um, they played against suicidal high line aforementioned joke of a fucking game. Southampton took advantage of it, did well. Um, played. Their best match of the fucking last five years against Newcastle. You know, it ended up one one, but they created a ton batter Newcastle in every in every metric possible. And then they go up again up a man against Manchester United and completely destroy them. Um, you know, for they're up a man for the majority of the match and completely destroy them and light them up. Um I don't I don't know. I <laughs> I think it's great. one of the hard Listen to our pod. No, I mean, I think it's one of the hardest things I can remember in recent memory because, like, all the underlyings are saying yes. The eye test is sort of like they can't score every shot. What are these game states? Like, what's happening? Are are the upcoming fixtures that are quote-unquote good actually good for a team that is just taking advantage of, like, disorganized madness? Well, continuing possession. Is, right. is also the name of the game with them. Right. And so, like, West Ham aren't going to just give them, like, huge chance after huge chance, nor Burnley, nor Brighton. Well, Brighton West... could. Brighton could. Yeah. So, I don't know. Everything <laughs> in my <laughs> preseason evaluation is saying these next two fixtures aren't good. I don't think they're this type of team. And then everything that the points are saying are they're the best attack the world's ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're definitely not watching the best attack the world's ever seen. But I, I, yeah, when you look at the four games and you break them down in isolation, like they're very odd, unique games. And the only one that matches our preseason script for them was the Everton game, where it's like they're just not that good. And when they play a good team, they're just going to lose because they're not that good. But they, they do have good, you know, names on the back of the jersey, right? On the back of the kit. Like a lot of them, so Kane's going to have huge numbers. Yeah, Sun's like that's have huge numbers. That's the thing that's seeing them through is that Mourinho's not doing some revolutionary new attacking team. It's just a couple of really good players up top, and they're hitting on the counter, and they're clinical so far. So I don't understand why there's a reason to think that'll stop, but I also don't understand why like there's a reason to think that that isn't sustainable. Like it, it could go either way. 
and, and I don't have a problem with either argument. But for me, right, when I'm looking at FPL picks, I want my premium assets to be on teams that attack. And I still don't see them doing that at parity, when they're at parity with the opposition. And, you know, conceding possession hitting on the counter is good. And Sun, you know, I definitely think Sun is a better option than Kane with, you know, a million and a half less. And, you know, he's just, he, he puts it in him. the back of the net. He's, he's always good. He's always been, you know, putting points in. And, you know, maybe nine is mispriced. I mean, maybe he should have been more like 10. And, uh, you know, but, but at nine, you know, that, that's like a fine pick. But I just don't, I'm just not, still not excited about it. And, yeah, it's it's hard to balance. Like, are we just making excuses because we don't want to pick the players, or are we like reading? Who are we seeing? Who they actually are? Right? Is Sun going to overperform his XG by a trillion percent? No, that's just impossible. Well, the rate is going out. It's impossible. A million yeah, maybe percent, a billion, though. but not a trillion. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so that's not possible so that's like a reason to be like okay well he's just red hot and that's not going to continue but it's more a matter of like yeah are they going to just keep lulling teams into conceding huge chances on the break or not and yeah and this is and we were I, I was talking with someone about this about this team reminds me a lot of the Hazard dog face like Chelsea Moo team with Oscar and shit. Right, this is second year. Yeah. Is this second year Moo? Like, are they but, just going to... Yeah, but that team also is... Like, they had three attackers every game, right? Or two or three attackers every game, and they would just hit on the counter and score one or two. They were cleaning for fucking fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they would just... They would hit on the counter, get one or two, and then they turtle. Like, that's what they did every game. Right. And... I don't know if that's what he's doing now or if it's just, oh, 10 men and, oh, high line. So it's like we're still turtling because they still are only attacking with two or three players on these goals that they keep scoring. So, like, I'm not convinced that he's doing anything different yet. And it's very obvious to pick Sun at 9. It's very obvious to pick Kane at 10-5. And I'm not going to tell you that's bad. Obviously, that's not bad. They're fucking both have 50 points already in four games. So... (laughs) And they have four very good, like on paper fixtures, but you know, just giving giving some other pieces of information, some other other other, other viewpoints. Because I mean, I don't. I think I'm gonna probably not go there. Keep getting. Yeah, I, just, I find it so difficult. It's also like with Kane, especially, right? I mean, we've we've said for a while, like he just hasn't been the same player. He's been really bad since these injuries, and then. He had a long break, and then, you know, he started the season really strong, looked great. Like, part of it also for me, I think, is in the back of my head, I'm like, well, he's not going to stay fit. That's absurd. You know, he well, plays, he, uh, he he might plays 180 a, every four or five days. No There was a rumor chance. that he might have picked a muscle injury up in uh, England the yeah, other day well, in training. At least it's so. not his ankle, I guess, is yeah, the right I side of know. that. But, like, yeah, I, I don't know. And then they may have Bale coming in. Who the yeah, fuck knows what that does? Do. I mean, he hasn't been fit for two years, also. So yeah, it's I I just find them completely like confusing, and it, yeah, like you said, it's the obvious thing. I would never really threaten to say it's a bad pick to get either Kane or Son because they're just hauling every week, but I don't feel it's also, particularly enthusiastic yeah. about it. Yeah, but it's also like you know, two weeks ago after. 
Jimenez, right? Jimenez scores against Sheffield United, scores against City. West Ham Fulham upcoming, obvious pick. Must get him in, easy yeah. pick, going to keep ticking. Zero points against West Ham, two points against Fulham, right? Like, it's not that they don't always come off like those obvious picks, and no, but that that's really good, a really good point too. Because what we were just talking about is like the what is the opposition allowing, and how does the attacking team play? And that was my big thing with not going Jim on my wild card, which got so much negative feedback. And I was just like, well, Wolves aren't explosive. I don't care what their fixtures are; they're not explosive, and we were seeing that. And so. Our preseason was like, well, Mourinho teams and the Spurs team are also not explosive at all. And then they did what they just did and we're trying to readjust. But I don't know. It's got to be somewhere in between, I think. I mean, I'm still – I haven't seen – like unlike with Villa where I'm like, oh, this team is showing me like some things where I'm like excited about what I watch. When I watch Spurs, I'm just like, yeah, they're doing the same thing they did last year. But they're, you know, it's just coming off a couple times because their right. opposition is doing mad shit. Like I'm not right. like, wow, this team's different. Like they're right. exactly what I expected them to be. The results are different, but the process is the same. So that's 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 me with Spurs. But you know, I, I have a tough time with Spurs. You know, it's, it's they're like yeah. Leicester version 2.0 for me. I, I have a really tough time with Spurs. Yeah, I mean, I have Dyer. Fucking, I'm an idiot. I have a tough time with Mourinho too. It's not yeah. just Spurs. It's like a combo of like I yeah. don't believe what I'm seeing really. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, we'll we'll just eat our words and they'll just keep doing it. But we'll find out. We'll, we'll see you next out. week. Um, all right. Now we just have some other, not that many questions to be honest. Just some rando questions. Um, Pat Dowling said, "With Allison out for four to six weeks, do we think about getting off of our double Liverpool D to just trap?" No, come on. You can't spend transfers there. You just never want to spend you a can't. transfer there. You can't also, do that. Ho- hopefully, Adrian will be. I mean, Allison will be back soon. It'll be. It'll be fine. I mean, it's um, not fine. It's not good while Adrian's playing. Obviously, of but it's, it's you know, I if mean, you're wild carding, run. you don't. Yeah, in the long run, you're fine. But if you're right. wild carding or something, like yeah, you probably don't want to go both. Yeah. But if you um, have them, yeah, it's just you know you you got to just stick. You know, you are they going to concede seven every week? Oh fuck. <laughs> Um, TJC thoughts on Chelsea defense now. Mendy's starting and Chilwell's back in the mid. Well, Mendy's hurt. Like probably so that, back. Was, that was. Funny. He's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. Bad. Hurt. Yeah, like bad hurt. Oh uh, no, I think kind of week to week, but he's he's hurt. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Well, thoughts on Chelsea defense. <laughs> Full stop. No, I, I mean guess. bad. Like not good. I I just he's gonna. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm having fucking meltdown with fucking Franklin, dude. Well, he changes the defense every week. All he's trying to do is figure out who the fuck to play. He's so dumb. And they're not going to play defensive. Like, they're going to keep cleans like Man United kept cleans last year. Like, always ropey and always tentative just based on possession or just based on, like, sheer dominance. But, you know, they're the kind of team that you're going to see them up, like, 3-0 in the 83rd minute and then like someone falls down and then there's just some stupid garbage yeah. time goal against them because they're fucking stupid and they're I, undisciplined I disagree, and they're bad. But it worked against palace and they didn't concede anything. Yeah. No shots. But so, I'm saying like, I, I need more than one game to be like, yeah, yeah they're going to keep cleans. Like I have no confidence in them at all. Yeah. None. I have no I, confidence. I have in a them. little bit of confidence. Yeah. 
I mean, I just fucking bought Chillwell, so I don't know oh, what I'm doing. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a little confidence in there. It's hidden, but it's in there. No, um, it's Jerry, not. for those of us having nightmare seasons, how long do we continue as normal, in quotes, for putting the results down to freak anomalies, which will settle down? Or has the time come to fundamentally reassess our strategy in the post-COVID climate? So I put this question in because I don't even know what that means. Like, what is... <laughs> what is what strategy are we going to drastically change to? Like what? I mean, I was looking at that more of like, when do I like fuck the season like, off? Like even like more like in like your personal life, when do I like leave my wife or something? Like, what are we talking <laughs> oh, fundamentally about? Fundamentally change yeah, your like, life. Fundamentally. Like when do I start wiping from the front instead of the back <laughs> or like doing some mad shit, like take baths instead of showers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that question is. Yeah, so is it because of the fans or something? Like, what? What's the deal? I don't know. It does seem like a crazy season. It does seem like everyone has a screw loose. It shouldn't be surprising. Um, There's a lot of players with COVID now. Who knows? There might not even be a season a month from now. That would not be surprising at all. So. We'll see. Ugh. Yeah, but Champions uh, League starting soon, so we got to keep it going. <laughs> uh, yeah, more flying around internationally for everyone. Yeah, great. Seems good. All right, two more questions. D Silva said, when selecting players for FPL teams, what metrics do you think are by and large overvalued and, and which are undervalued? Um, I think the result, like clean sheets, goals, and assists. Yeah, it's the stuff that gets you points are all overvalued, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're the worst predictors of the well, future events. I mean, what are we doing this week? It's like, who scored last week? What did we do last week? Who scored the week before? It's, right, you know, right, it's, right. that's what our, we're like moths drawn to the flame of points. And, you know, it's, it's not, it prevents us from thinking about the things more objectively and more predictive because you can't buy last week's points. Right. So you want to predict, you know, looking at the windows upcoming, who, who are going to get points in those games and yeah. who are, who are people not talking about that are going to be good in those games. And that's, that's the, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Last question, producer Nate, what's the over under on Cavani missed big chances? Ooh, that's good. People are going to flip out and be like, he's the worst player ever, even though he's Over great under. and he just gets a um, lot of big chances. In the league only? I think let's just do like the next three matches because he's nailed, right? While Tony's out. That's, yeah, but it, how many is Tony missing? Was that, that wasn't violent conduct, was he? Dude, that was three? the most violent conduct I've ever the seen. The glove slap? He's going to miss three? Yeah, he's been for three. It's the do they have any? Uh, do they have any cup games or anything? So it's less league games. I don't know. On FPL side, it's a suspended until November seventh, which is game okay. eight. Okay, so three games. I mean, I guess you set it at like two point five. Yeah, is it going to mean Something? one a game or more than one a game? Tough, tough call. Well, but miss but, though, because he cause yeah he can, miss he can score them. So well, two point five. I think two point five is okay. Two point five is good. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll okay. report back. What do you what do you take channel. on that? Two point five. I go under. I go under on that. I think he's gonna. I think under because I don't think in. they're gonna get that many. Yeah, even though he's possible. great, they have like tough fixtures coming. Can up we talk? The- can we talk about them for a sec? Yeah, let's I talk mean, about them before we this? move on. I mean, is this like oh my god, like it's scary, or is it like oh it's okay, it'll be fine? The thing, one of the things, <laughs> I play Newcastle. 
with you, with Shaw, with like LOL, their defense is like they were so good underlying last season because they were impossible to get the ball off of. And they just dominated possession in ev- almost every match. And everything worked and it looked great. But we always knew the players were bad. We always like joked about how bad they are when they made a mistake and blew the clean and whatever. And then it seems like they can't do the first part so far this season. That's where I feel like the problem is coming from. The players are the same players, and they're making the same mistakes, but they're unable to dominate possession. Like, Paul's been horrible, can't keep the ball. Paul has been horrible. Horrible, can't keep the ball. Getting pressed out of dispossessed nonstop. Like, Matic, I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't seem to be winning the ball back at the same rate to me. He's um, Bruno, tons of dispossessions. Like we knew that going in, but usually they were high up the pitch, and then they would win the ball right back, and they wouldn't be under defensive pressure. It just seems <sighs> like something is wrong because that's what I was saying with like City comparing yeah. them to City. It's like they have okay. all of their pieces. <laughs> they yeah. didn't buy anyone that's going to fix this. They didn't buy upgrade a CDM or like. <sighs> well, left back. Right, but like. <laughs> They bought so, a twenty-eight-year-old Portuguese left back. Like, I'm like so, okay. <laughs> so you're viewing them as bad. It's very problematic. I think. Okay. Like in preseason, I was, Ugh. I was gambling pod. I was like, I'm going chalk for top four, <laughs> like that, like City, Liverpool, obviously, and then going like United, Chelsea. Like, I just think it's chalk. It's obvious, and blah blah. blah. And now I'm like. I'm not sure how much better United are than, like, a bunch of other teams. But they're still getting pen, so you have Bruno. Can I just say this about Bruno? Yeah. Doesn't feel good. Even with the points in hand? Points in the bush? No, I want the points in in the heaven from the heavens. They're, I mean, he doesn't even shoot in open play. And he nor has he doesn't shoot. Tony he doesn't get, or Rashford. Yeah. They, they he doesn't even get shoot. close. He doesn't even get close to shots in open play. Yeah, so far I mean, this season, I'm scared. That's why I'm saying it's worrying. I mean, it's like yeah. when they completely dominate possession last season. Bruno's further forward. All the forwards are further forward. He's shooting all yeah. the time. Yeah, when they're chasing their tails, they just look completely disorganized yeah. and have like no creativity. <sighs> so. Fuck. Yeah. And I mean, after Newcastle, I have Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton. They're not going to win any of those games. They should lose all three of those it'd games. It'd be surprising. Yeah, it'd be surprising. I'd be surprised if they drew any of them. Problem. Yeah. Problem. I mean, problem. I, then that's the thing with Bruno, too, is the preseason evaluation of just, okay, the team, they finished strong. Everyone knows where they're going. Every, like, very settled team. Same shit. You know, 4-2-3-1. Like, everyone knows what to do. Yeah. And, you know, kick off and they're just absolute dog. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the lack of the preseason, like I've heard that. Sure. Like yeah. that's something. But, oh, my goodness. It's not great. Yeah. I mean, Rash has three shots in three games. Tony has a, two yeah. shots in two and a half games. Mason is actually the leading shooter by a lot. Yeah, but he's looked off it. I don't know. So, yeah, okay. I, I think it's problematic. Okay. Let's go on. Um, so you already did your transfers? Yeah, man. I mean, we didn't yeah. talk about Werner. 
but he's not in your team anymore. He's not on my team anymore. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna, not gonna, not gonna say it. Any, not gonna do it anymore. What's that? What well, my doing? head just disappeared on that green screen thing. Did you see that? I'm trying to think of a movie quote, and it's not coming to me. Please edit yeah. this out. This is no, embarrassing. No, I, I kind of recognize what you're saying. But. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, Werner was a problem. Obviously, Shaw was a problem. So. I I was thinking about putting Kane in and then going down to a four or five with Shaw and I, I just couldn't bring myself to push the buttons to put Kane in my team. I just I I don't I can't I honestly I can't I can't do that anymore. I don't think I can do that again. So I put Chilwell in. I don't like him very much, obviously. I don't think he's a good player in real life. But when I'm like looking at him taking corners from the left side, I don't see. I don't think Ziyech is going to run over from the right wing yeah. to take left sided corners. So I'm yeah. like, okay, so that's a good thing. And if they're going to be doing the possession thing like they did against us, which, which they should be against most of the bottom half teams, absolutely. And he's Especially getting with in the those, guys coming back fit. Yeah, and he's going to be getting in those positions as that like auxiliary attacker. I think it's a good pick, you know, five five, at least five six. Now it's it's not a ton. And Who else were you looking at? Because there's a bunch of five fives like in the mix, right? Yeah, I mean, I was looking at Semedo. Definitely was looking at him, and I I just I like the more proven commodity from the team that I think is just flat out better, like better talent level. Uh, no question. Like not yeah, obviously yeah. not a worse manager, not even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but the talent level is just so much higher there, and. And I think that, you know, Semedo is still going to take time to, to acclimate, as we're seeing. You know, he, well, we he, also, he got, like, we, we don't know. He's never played wingback. We don't. We said this when they got him, right? Like, we don't know what he can do in the box. Like, we don't know if he yeah. can score. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, he, he can, almost scored against Fulham. He, he almost scored, huge yeah, which is great. But yeah. is he going to almost save. score all season, or is yeah, he going to no, score? Don't know. Yeah, don't know. And... You know, and, and I think that that's. I think he's still a really good pick, but yeah, I, I just I took the I took I the my perceived like more proven asset, and I also was thinking about Reguillon a lot also mm. because they have good fixtures and you know, he's allegedly attacking, and I don't think that they bought him for him to rest. I mean, he did just put Doc on the bench, but they have a lot of games, and I still they have, have Dyer on my team, so I'm like, do I want to? Like, no. So that that yeah. was kind of that was kind of that. And then other than them three, I mean, I, there were there wasn't really another five five that I was seriously considering. It was right. more of like, is there anyone at five or okay. four or five? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. And you know, and I I, I just. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't love Chilwell. I, I don't. I don't love him at all. But I think it just like it's a good, good pick. So yeah, I did that, and then it's funny how like the price, the price makes me like him so much less. Like if it was five zero. No, no, no. His actual IRL seventy million price or whatever oh, the yeah. fuck well, he went to Chelsea. No, yeah. because honestly, like he's obviously a good player. Lester, a yeah. good team, and he was good all the time. And then him just getting so drastically blown out of proportion because he's English, I was just like, what the fuck? He's not that good at all. <laughs> and it yeah. just like pisses me off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he did have three and three last year, you know, I mean, from a full. Yeah, he's always good. been good. And yeah, then he always, goes for more yeah. expensive than Hakimi, and I just rage. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. But yeah. yeah. All right. And then 
this was not a good transfer. I mean, I the after I clicked the buttons, I was like, what am I doing? Which? <laughs> like my Werner transfer. So mm. I, I brought in I brought in Jesus. Not great. Moment of silence. <laughs> yes. Wasn't great. <laughs> Wasn't great. Okay. So here's what I was thinking with this, right? Defend Obviously, not gonna, had... not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> That's, what I That's what I was trying for. I know, it just Thank came you. to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to bring up Jesus for it to like enlighten. <laughs> Office space, right? Office space. <laughs> not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> so. Uh, I, I I didn't want anyone. Basically, was number one. You and hated then number, all of them, Yeah, hated everybody. And I was like, I could have hit Sonnen if I if I wanted to go three moves and then you know do something about Trissard or something. But I or, or, or Bruno. But the bald fraud said that he's going to be back after the IB. And yeah. I know that there's been absolute radio silence out of the city camp for the past two weeks. Regarding yeah, all we know is like Kuhn was in training. Yeah, which is an actual laugh riot. I mean, he hasn't played since February. When did he play last? Yeah, so people thinking like, oh, Kuhn's smiling while he jogs on the pitch and and kicks it around a cone and he's going to come into Arsenal is, you know, that's just something else. I can't, I can't, I don't know. I mean, Jesus is. Last was June 22nd against Burnley. Played, started and played 44 minutes, so got hurt. Basically. Got injured, yeah. So he, whatever. So basically with Jesus, I'm just absolute roll of dice, gambling that, you know, managers lie after the IB, did oh, his cap. Sorry, sorry, let me just, yeah, so he, he came back in June, didn't start against Arsenal, started against Burnley, got re-injured. Before that, his last start was March 8th. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. so he hasn't anyway. played. Yeah. So it's just it's just coming to like Jesus, you know, please be fit. Basically. That's it. Yeah, so it wasn't That's it. A great just, transfer, but it could work out. It could. It probably won't. But probably I also won't. have but I also have Mitchell to come in if he doesn't play, which I don't if hate. Mitchell's still a starter. Yeah, which, I mean, PVA also, you know, he's coming off a long-term injury. He's Major. not going to come straight in and fucking start. So yeah. so I had that going for me. But I don't know what I was thinking. You know, now it's hard to it's hard to justify it, you know, looking at you and, and talking to the listeners here. It's you know, okay. I, feel, I feel bad. I feel bad about myself. I feel like I let myself down. And I'm not sure what happened that I well, pushed the buttons. If and we get more news, right maybe I'll just make another move or something. I well, mean, if we get more news, yeah. I mean, I, I'm honestly, I can't throw away like a Friday wild card. I could do that. Yeah, yeah, I could. You I should could do probably that. tinker around. I've, for now. I've got a few. Don't worry yeah. about it, baby. Oh my god, you're such a oh. beast, dude. <laughs> I've got a you're few. You're such things. a beast. I've got a few things cooking in that fire. But you always have extra one in the chamber than I think you do. Jesus, it's ridiculous. So stupid. Okay. Um, okay, what about you? Moves, what are you doing over there? I'm just going to flat out say I still don't know because I'm waiting for a Friday of my life. I, I have money in the bank, so I'm just taking price drops on the chin. It's fine. I can still do all the moves that I've been considering. 
a week ago, I messaged you. I was thinking like Timo and Zambo for Sun and Brewster, which I still kind of like. It's really simple. It's good. Getting Brewster, getting in on Brewster early, getting Sun who's good. I wouldn't be addressing Lamptey, who as of now is still yellow flagged but and so is a starter what, every week. What about like turning Foden into Mo and getting Brewster in for Werner? Could do that too. I mean, like there's, that's 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 why I'm still just like I'm not sure yet because yeah. I have two frees. I have so yeah. much so much flexibility. I can get anyone. Um, I think that I think that getting Mo in is going to be a really nice thing to do. Like, while yeah, I mean, it, it was always the plan. I mean, we we talked yeah. about it ad nauseum when I was actually on my wild card. Was that like I knew I wasn't going to captain him, you know, against Arsenal and Villa. And then I was going to get him eventually for sure, but not yet. So he's definitely like, yeah, he's he he might get in there for sure. I mean, because I still a bad like picture, but he's just I still great. like Raz and Kev, like I like that a lot. I think that's yeah, great. I don't know. Raz is flagged now, and like I think that was just a you know to get him out of England, probably. But I don't know what the fuck's going on. Long story short, I'm waiting for Friday of my life because I just okay. have so much flexibility that I don't know what I want to target now, but. We've talked about all the good guys, so I'm I'm in on all those guys. So we'll see, I guess. Your team's yeah, your team's good. Once you it's get rid okay. of Werner, yeah, okay. it'll be good. Yeah. What do you think about Foden? Are you like that's it? I just I still have no faith at all that he's going to start. I yeah. also still have no idea what his best position is for FPL. Like, I, let alone IRL FPL. Yeah, well, I don't well, even Pep know. He's playing yeah. wings, not really getting shots. He played free eight in like a back and forth basketball game against Leeds, basically, and and did a little bit of stuff, but not really. Yeah. I don't know. I it feels pretty bad, but um, you know, he's still just six five, so yeah. it's not not the worst feeling player. Yeah, no, it's not. But I mean, if you're gonna get Mo, that's that's the obvious person to turn into spot, him, right? I, I mean, you you don't want to get rid of Hamet unless if you want to. Get rid of one of the city guys, which yeah, I don't, I don't know. think it's crazy. Yeah, I don't um, think it's crazy, but I don't think that's like getting ahead, right? Because you're removing a good player for a good player. Like that's the thing that we talk about not doing, right? Versus and like it's Werner also like, and Foden are two bad players. I mean, of. we'll get news on like Jesus slash Kuhn. if they have a striker. Like I definitely want that data point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So I'm yeah. kind of waiting on that too. But yeah. Pep will say they might play, and then we'll have no. <laughs> Hopefully, Foden's at false nine. That would be great. Um, That's about it for me, though. Should I slap some asses? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Short, short, weird international break pod as usual. So let me slap asses. New signups: Benjamin Anderson, Pirate Angel, Ben Jacoby, Sean Neal, Nemanja Veletic, Martin Whitenauer, Ross Kolodzic. Kologich, I'm going with that. Jonathan Simmons, Alex Seco, Alex Crone, Jack Hodgkinskin, Nick Temple. Something that ass get in there, baby. Any last words? I'll see you on my life. Check us out at FMLfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLfield. Support us Patreon.com slash FMLfield. Subscribe, rate, review, cheers!